0: Good evening and welcome to Journeys in Faith here on this Friday evening on the Ann DeSantis YouTube channel. As you can see, I'm joined by a wonderful guest. He's a guest that's been with us before, Charbel Raish. Thank you so much for joining us on this program.
1: It's great to be with you, Anne. Thanks for having me.
0: Yes, you've been a guest quite a few times. He's the founder of Perusia Media in Australia. He is a husband, a father, and he's doing so much for the church he's a, a catholic author a speaker and really international speakers. what he's doing and all of the work that he is doing for the spreading the gospel right i mean that's what it's all about is you're helping to spread the gospel of christ so tell us your story i know i mean this is a half an hour show the story could probably go much longer than that but we would love to hear the basics of you know how you came to have such a deep faith and where, how you got to where you are right now
1: yeah sure yeah thank you thanks for the opportunity and i have to start with i never um, really was i wasn't always dedicated to my faith and and i was born and raised in a catholic home my my father was from uh, south america colombia and my mother was from lebanon they met got married young moved to uh, colombia had a couple a couple of kids then came to Sydney, Australia. I was born in Sydney. I'm one of six boys. And I remember we we did pray the rosary growing up. We did uh, pray in Arabic, Spanish and English. I I remember going to church, but I I clearly have this memory that I didn't enjoy church and I I would fall asleep uh, as a child. And then I remember my first reconciliation. It was my last reconciliation throughout the rest of my schooling. I remember um, my first Holy Communion would have been one of the very few I had throughout my schooling time. I uh, went from primary school or elementary school to high school, and the school I went to was a public school, a state school, and the the Islamic population was very um, strong there. So about 40 percent of the population at the time I arrived was Islamic and being Middle Eastern appearance. So they assumed I was a Muslim. And they would greet me with greetings like assalamu alaikum, which means peace be upon you. And the response should be, uh, alaikum assalam. And so I never did that. And they were like, aren't you Muslim? And was, no, I'm a Christian. Not that I practiced, but they just thought I was. And and so then right away discussions began at my high school. Uh, don't Christians believe uh, that Jesus died on the cross? And I said, yes. And they said, well, that there's no evidence of that. Can you prove that? I said, I couldn't prove it um as a 13 14 year old and i said i don't know how to prove it i know that's what easter's about and they would say well there's no evidence so he didn't die on the cross i said oh okay and and, and throughout high school they were chipping away at the, the christian faith um you know who is jesus i said god does god die on the cross how could god die um he's the son of god how can god have a son and all these things and, and i remember being challenged right through high school fast forward to grade 12. And I remember a Muslim imam came to the school and he spoke to the student body about Islam. And I was very moved by the fact that the students were respecting this religious man. And, and I remember thinking, wow, we never respected our own teachers. How on earth are we respecting this religious figure? That really was weird to me, but it had an impact. I said, okay, so he had a, you know, he had a hat, a long beard, white gown. I said, wow, this religious man is really uh, impacting these, these students. I was later invited to go to the mosque, and and this was the grand mosque of Australia, so uh, one of the largest ones in the country, and and sort of symbolically the the major one, almost like the the cathedral of of, of the country. And so I was invited to go. There was a room upstairs where we, they were eating lunch. I was eat lunch and and sit down. And I remember they were inviting me to eat. And now this was the first time. It was during Lent the first time I actually gave up something for Lent and this was my final year so I'm 18 years old and I my I asked my mother look Muslims fast in Ramadan all day for 30 days what do Christians do and she said well we we can give up meat on a Friday okay maybe I'll do that for no spiritual reason just that's what Christians do in in one funny way to connect with my Muslim friends so I said, I'm fasting uh, from meat, but I was eating salad. He said, well, why are you eating salad but not meat? It's because I'm fasting, is it? But that's not fasting. That's you're still eating. And I said, oh, okay. What do you, well, I, I understand it as I'm fasting from meat. He, The Muslim leader there said, well, in Islam, we fast from everything from sunrise to sunset. Uh, what you're doing is eating. So he, he put a comparison before my very eyes. Which fast is better, the Islamic fast or the christian fast and i had to agree with him i thought yep the islamic fast is better than us so back in my mind i thought islam one christianity zero (laughs) so um we finished lunch at the back of that the same that same room i was sitting on the floor and he said how do you christians pray and i started to recite the our father and he stopped me and he said who are you calling father and i said god he said why are you calling god father that's who he is and then he said do you have an earthly father i said yes so why are you putting on human attributes onto god who is divine um oh interesting i never thought of it that way he said yeah it's an insult to call god father so don't do that okay well two zero (laughs) and then he said who taught you that prayer here we go again jesus who is jesus god so god is speaking to himself yeah that sounds weird three zero and then he said uh isn't don't you christians believe that he is the son of god i said yes how could he be the son of God and God at the same time I don't know four zero then he said don't you Christians also believe in the Holy Spirit yes explain that to me I said father son Holy Spirit I, I didn't know anything more than that and he said yeah that's three gods so you believe in father son and Holy Spirit that's three gods." I said no it's only one he said it's clearly three yeah but it's one and I couldn't explain how and he said well it's very confusing your religion I said yeah it is isn't it <laughs> so he he asked me a number of other questions and and it, I remember the the point score racking up to like 12 points 12 points to zero and uh he then said look close your eyes and say in Arabic these words there is only one God and his prophet Muhammad in Arabic so that is called the Shahada prayer that's the prayer of initiation into Islam I didn't realize that and um So I did three times in front of witnesses in Arabic and I opened my eyes and he says, welcome, brother. You're one of us now. Okay. Uh, He said, now go have a shower. He gave me a a towel, a white gown, and and he said, wash away your old life and then come join us. So I did. I I had the shower, but I had this urge to pray. And I prayed the Our Father and the Hail Mary because those are the only prayers I knew. And I said, another Hail Mary and another Hail Mary and another Hail Mary. I ended up praying uh, a decade of the rosary. And when i put on this white gown after the shower i hear a whisper not yet not yet i believe that to be the voice of mary because i was addressing her in in the shower So i took that gown off put my normal clothes back on went out to the area and the muslim man said what's wrong is everything okay i said look i don't know my faith let me study it before i leave it um but i want the truth please pray for me he said yeah absolutely then i said can i ask you one question he said anything i said in islam a man can marry four wives how is that right in god's eyes and he said "Ah, good question firstly not every man can marry four wives only those who treat them equally how do you treat them equally and the example he gave me was you buy one a house you buy all four a house you buy one a car you buy all four a car. i said i still don't understand how you can love someone equally? you're going to have a favorite it, it just doesn't work and then he said does your mother love all her children equally i said as an 18 year old that's a different love the love between the my father and mother is very different than the love between parents and children. And everywhere I go, and I, I um I I ask people, would you all agree that that's a different love? And one hundred percent of the time, they all agree. Absolutely, the love between parents is a different love than than parents and children. So husband and wife is different than parents and children. Everyone can get that basic concept. You don't need theology for that. Well, the answer he gave me was, love is love. So this is well before all these slogans today are being used. But in the name of love is love, we're justifying so many different relationships today. In this case, this man is justifying polygamy because love is love. I knew that was wrong and uh, I didn't like that. So I took one point off the Islamic scoreboard. He went from 12 to 11. I thanked him for his time. I left the mosque. I got home and you can imagine my mother was like, where were you i said i was just at the local mosque and she goes what freaked out she gave me a big slap across the face Um, uh, she said you go now to jesus and you ask him if he wants you to be a muslim or a christian whatever the answer is i won't stop you so i did i went to the the church and i remember the 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 church being open and the light the red light on and i remember as a kid they said uh, that the red light meant jesus is present okay all right jesus if you are really there show me And I knelt down and I said, do you want me to be a Muslim or a Christian? Show me a sign and make it obvious. And that was the first time I ever prayed. I I did say our father's and how many was growing up, but this was the first time from my heart. This was the first time I actually engaged in a a legitimate question, a, a conversation with God for the first time. And it was dead silence and about 30 minutes in an elderly woman came in lit a candle and I remember thinking to myself what a holy woman she's going to heaven but instantly one of the discussions I had with my friends only Muslims go to heaven this woman is not going to heaven she's going to hell according to the doctrine of Islam that can't be right I look back at the box the tabernacle and I see this shadow on the door of the tabernacle and I can make out the the beard long hair eyes I look away, I look back and it's still there. I rub my eyes, about a minute solid, it lasted. And then I hear an inner voice, Bell, are you going to give up all that I've done for you? And I knew that to be the voice of Jesus. He was speaking directly to me. Am I going to turn my back on him? For everything is done, not just for me, but for the world. And I had to answer that question. And I said, no, Lord, I called Jesus Lord for the first time. I'm not going to give you up. And this huge weight came off my shoulders and I could breathe. (sighs) I'm a Catholic. I'm going to remain a Catholic. But now I need to know why. And I left that church on cloud nine. And I later discovered that that image I saw was the Shroud of Turin, the burial cloth of Jesus, a a miraculous image. And I encourage people to actually (laughs) check out uh, Bill, uh, your your uh, co-host and partner in, in ministry, he's got a great documentary on the shroud of turin please 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 check that 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 documentary out it is fascinating and um just just one takeaway there jesus chose to reveal himself to me not in any other image but that one why is that significant because for six years i was convinced by my muslim friends that jesus didn't die on the cross and there's no evidence and he didn't resurrect well this very burial cloth of jesus is the proof you need that he not only existed the time he existed the location he existed but he was crucified scourged and crucified and rose from the dead because they cannot replicate this they cannot recreate this and 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 it's sort of it's got this radiation you can't it wasn't a painting it's almost like the imprint of jesus radiates on this cloth and it's lasted now for over 2000 years and here it is a, a relic a modern day relic we can actually see in 2025, I'm looking forward to to going to Rome and seeing it for the first time. In, if for real, you can do that. I reveal it every 25 years. And so I'm looking forward to seeing the real Shroud of Turin. Can't wait for that. So wow, how God chose to reveal himself to me in that image. So praise God, my life changed forever. And I started to study my faith and, and go deeper and deeper and deeper.
0: Yes, I mean, I've heard your story before, admittedly, just because we've done so many of these kinds of podcasts and videos yes. together. Uh, but every time i hear it i hear something new and so i just want to invite people to really connect with you on all of those social media platforms and on your podcasting but his website is parousiamedia.com so just be sure to do that now we got a lot more to talk about but we're going to take just a quick uh break and we'll be back in in less than a minute or so so we'll see you in just a couple minutes Welcome back to Journeys in Faith here on this Friday evening. It's wonderful to be here. And Charbel Raish gave his faith story on the first half of the show. And it's just an amazing journey. And you are also a guest for our God the Father Summit Unconditional Love with Patchwork Heart Ministry and the St. Raymond Anatus Foundation, which went live on December 5th, 6th, and 7th. And this show was actually airing after that. Doesn't matter because those videos are still available. And all you need to do is go to our website at nonazis.org on the God the Father page or to the Patchwork Heart Ministry YouTube channel where you can watch Charbel's talk that he did and also the other 15 Catholic authors and speakers. Uh, Charbel, would you take a few minutes and talk to us about God as Father? Because that's such a big part of your conversion story that you just shared with us and you know some people aren't really educated on what that really means i mean you talked about it during your your story that you know other faiths might believe that god is not our father and so please do share more
1: yeah thank you it's a great question it was an honor to be with you on that uh, on that uh, god the father summit it was uh, a blessing and uh, it, it helps you reflect i'll never take for granted the idea that we can call god the almighty god the creator of the universe our father we've we got to let that sink in because this is quite special it's quite profound to call the almighty creator father we are his children this is what it is See, in Islam the idea of God is Allah the, the the master he's the master and we are slaves and our job is just just to serve God I, absolutely we're the head he to serve God. that is correct but we're not just merely slaves to God We are children of God. We are adopted sons and daughters of God. That is a profound statement. We are made in his image and likeness. We are part of this divine family. And the very basic idea that God is father should really transform every human being. Because when we realize that truth, it is so uh, moving. Now, it can be hard for people who have struggled you know and as in my in my time i remember my father was very absent growing up my my, my earthly dad and uh you know he he left home for a while for another woman uh, he he cheated on my mother and uh but he came back but he was very far away uh you know from his understanding of the church teachings and he was very angry with with this idea of god and what he did in the old testament and who this god is and why is god not helping today and and so we we would get sort of the temper short temper of my father but he wasn't around much he was working 16 18 hour days and and so I never really had much time with him growing up it's funny now as an adult now that I've become a father so I I'm now married I have nine children and I'm learning every day by the way uh, how to be a father live that out Uh, I am closer to my earthly dad now (laughs) in his old age than ever in my life and and so God has a a way of of healing these relationships and I just encourage people if they're not you know if they're distant from their own dad or they don't even know who their father is just remember you are firstly loved by the one true father that's God the creator who knows you better than you know yourself and if you read uh, the Old Testament and read the overview of the Bible I love this it's basically all about how a father is loving his children and how we as children keep leaving him But he he invites us back to have mercy on us. He's always merciful, always. And right from the very beginning, when he gave Adam and Eve rule over the whole Garden of Eden, he only had one rule. Don't eat the fruit of this tree. But other than that, you can do whatever you want. And so that doesn't sound like a a, a harsh God saying, hey, you cannot do this, cannot do this, cannot do this, cannot do this. That's a loving father that's giving us access to the paradise that he created. But we abuse that freedom and that abuse of freedom cut us from him now then god could have said okay punishment is now done you you know you're done you've cut yourself on me i'm not going to force you but in his love and mercy he has another way that he can reconcile this 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 division by sending his son his divine son the eternal son made in his image and likeness equal to him to pay the debt that we couldn't pay and that's what the whole Old Testament is doing. We're waiting for the coming of that Messiah. And it builds up to this, this Christ, Jesus, who is the image of the Father. And he comes from the line of David in the town of Bethlehem at that particular time, 2,023 years ago, roughly. And he dies on the cross, pays for the debt that we couldn't pay to save us, to have, give us access back to the Father. And what's powerful about our... The, when we go to church for Catholics we get to go back to calvary and jesus who is the lamb of god who takes away the sins of the world offers himself to the father this divine person offers himself as a human to the divine father and so he's representing infinity so to speak the eternal father the the divinity he's eternal he can pay that debt we couldn't pay but he also represents us and so on our behalf dies and pays the debt Conquers death through the resurrection, and at every mass we get to visit Calvary. So, at consecration, when the priest elevates that host, that's the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus in the crucified form. We are at Calvary, but guess what? After that happens, there's a number of more prayers, Eucharistic prayers. We stand up, we say the Our Father. We come back down, but in that time, when before the second elevation, the priest will break a bit of the host, put it in the chalice and then raise the chalice with with the host now we're looking at the resurrected lord so when he says behold the lamb of god it takes away the sins of the world that's now the resurrected lord so jesus now is resurrecting this this idea that we can be reunited to his father this is what's powerful about our faith i love it and so in every mass we are visiting calvary and the resurrection so it's good friday and easter Sunday at every mass and then the ascension as well, <laughs> and then Pentecost, the, the, the Holy Spirit. And then we're sent out uh, and, and be to be witnesses to the world. And so all we have to do is embrace this true identity of who we are. We are not just merely, you know, um, part of a political party or a or a sporting team or any slogan that someone makes up for us. We should not fall for these man-made titles. In our true essence, as true identity of who we are. It's not in our sexuality, it is in who we are created in the image and likeness of God. We are children of God. That's our first, that's our real identity. And I think if people can embrace that, we will, we will be able to pierce through all this confusion today about identity crisis. It's very simple. God the Father loves us so much that He wants us to be with Him for eternity in heaven.
0: So beautifully stated. I always love having you as a guest because you enliven my own faith. I mean, just listening to your story, um, I'll be in a great mood for the next several hours, just uh, knowing how much God loves not only me, but all of us. And so thank you for sharing that. Now, um, we're not quite at the end of the show, but we're headed toward it. And I would love for people before we end to hear about your academy, because that's something that's really growing and you have a lot of great things happening. So please share anything that you want to about Perusia Media about all that you're doing. I'd love for them to learn.
1: Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, so Perusia Media. Uh, our website is PerusiaMedia.com. So hopefully there's a link for someone to click on and uh, they can check out our blogs, our podcast. We have a weekly podcast. We have a YouTube channel, and so we've been putting free content on that YouTube channel. There's over two million views now. Uh, over a thousand videos. 100% free. And we said now because CDs and DVDs was our bread and butter for many years, and that's all gone down. We're now transferring all that content into, into YouTube for free, but we, we've been publishing a lot of books. Um, but recently, we've launched an academy, Perusia Academy, and uh, it, it started with about three courses. Now, we're up to 10 courses, and we're growing that. So every few months, we're going to be releasing another course. Each course goes for 12 hours. So it's not a light course. It's something to go deeper into your faith and so we want to encourage people to check it out, Perusia Academy. It's simply on our website, perusiamedia.com forward slash Academy. So if you go to our main website, you'll see a, a shortcut Academy. Click on it, check out the little trailer there. And then all the courses that are available, very cheap. So in Australia or in Canada, it's, it's about $90. If you're in the United States, convert that, that's about 50 to $60. Uh, U.S. So it's 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 nothing for 12 hours of content with some of the world's best presenters. Uh, we've got um, right on there, uh, a brand new one right now is uh, on evangelization by Chris Padgett. It does a great job. Uh, we've got Father Robert Spitzer on faith and science. We've got uh, Dr. Robert Haddad on, on introduction to apologetics. We've got uh, Father John Flader who has given a couple of courses already, one on the catechism, one on the creed, and we're preparing one on the moral life coming out soon. We've got um, Dr. Andrew Wood on philosophy coming out. We've got Dr. Jeremy Bell on bioethics. We've got Christology. We've got, um, we're have got we in the f- stage of, of filming uh, Church History now. Uh, we've got Christopher West on theology of the body. We've got Katrina Zeno on a deep dive in theology of the body. So so more and more courses are coming out. There are 10 of them. Deacon Howard Burke Sivers does a fantastic one on the sacraments, and he goes through each sacrament in detail. So I highly recommend people check it out just to just to deepen your own faith, and if you want to even get a qualification and go further, you can do an essay question, write a 1000 word essay, and actually get a certificate for this. And depending on where you are and what diocese and, and, and who will accept it, we've partnered with Campion College and Campion College in Australia, a liberal arts uh, college, have honoured uh, the Perusia Academy. If anyone does three courses, they will be automatically accepted into Campion College as a pathway, a legitimate pathway we're now in discussions with other groups uh, and and university and tertiary education places to offer prior learning credits so you could actually take um time shorten your time in, in in doing a degree if you like in theology philosophy uh Christology you name it so we're very excited about this it's 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 pitched for the average Catholic so it's it's not too heavy the introductory courses but it bridges the gap between that next level as well so if you wanted to go deeper again you can do that so it's bridging it from just uh, um, common knowledge uh, to something a bit more deeper theologically and hopefully you can pick up on things that I, I'm learning all the way, all the time about all the elements of, of our faith and I, I just love all the truths of our faith and it's, it's really endless if God is infinite then the discovery of who he is you, you're going to continually learning we're lifelong learners and it doesn't matter how old or young you are there is something to learn for everyone and I think uh, we're not getting older in this world in fact What's happening is we're getting younger, and I want people to realize that we're getting a day closer towards our real birth, which is in heaven. And that's the one where we're hoping to get to, and that's going to be our real birth for eternity. So don't think of each birthday being an older uh, year. It's actually a, a, a time to be closer. we're basically like a baby in the womb for nine months. That's getting a day closer towards that birthday. We're getting closer to our real birthday, and that's that's why it's important to be lifelong learners, because... We, we, when we think we've learned it all, we, we're really only scratching the surface. So keep going deeper. And I encourage everyone to check out the Perusia Academy.
0: Well, I do too. And the price, as you said, I mean, you can't beat it. And No, so it, we made do. it very affordable. <laughs> please do. Uh, when I send this broadcast out on an email list, I will have the link for people to connect on your website. And also, if you're watching this on YouTube, just be sure to check the description on you, YouTube so you can find uh, the Parousia Media website. So um, you don't want to miss any of this. You don't want to miss any of this. Now, do you have any final words before we end? I'd love to hear anything that you want to share with our audience before we close this show.
1: Yeah, thank you. Uh, I think uh, just to uh, live out your baptismal calling, and and you know, for for many years I took my faith for granted, and I was very lukewarm, and and I was only going yeah, you know, Christmas and Easter. I encourage everyone who's who's probably doubting it, that there is a God right now, with all the all the suffering in the world, is, is, is upset. Um, turn to him right now. He knows you more than ever and and invite him into your life and ask him to reveal himself to you. And I encourage you to to take that seriously today. Um, Call on God, the Father, who loves us so much. Make yourself real in my life and then actually ask him something. So prayer. a lot of times we treat um, God like a vending machine. Give me, give me, give me. Do this, do this, do this. And we don't ever stop and say, thank you. We don't ever stop and say, I love you. I adore you i want to worship you i want to give you thanks and give you praise so we've got to make sure our prayer life isn't just give me give me give me although you can do that petitions we also need to be there in thanking god and praising him and glorifying him and even asking for mercy all that so there's so many types of prayers and just go deeper in that relationship the more you love god the more you want to get to know him the more you know him the more you want to get to him the more you love him and it's just this a spiral that goes deeper and deeper and deeper and there's something for everyone so plug yourself in with with everything that and desantis is doing with her work uh please interiorize all that content and and share that don't just keep it to yourself don't bury your treasure share it with everyone so so i encourage everyone to do that
0: thank you beautifully stated i love having you as a guest on the show and i know we'll be doing more in the future Uh, um and i also thank you not only for myself but my friend bill snyder who's the founder of patchwork heart ministry that uh, we've done so much collaborative work together so god bless you charbel
1: thank you and god bless you too and everyone listening
0: thank you see you all next week here on journeys in faith we are the first and third friday of every month so excuse me there we'll be here next time see you then The St. Raymond Onatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith was founded in 2015 by the Mercedarian Religious Order with a mission to make pastoral outreach to families in crisis. The friars came together after attending the World Meeting of Families in Philadelphia with hopes of creating a foundation which could help those families and individuals who have faced tough times and need to know that the church cares and is there to help. Since that time when we were founded, the foundation has helped hundreds of families by offering prayer, priestly consultations, podcasts and videos, and programs and events. Whether it is something to do with divorce or separation, trauma, job loss, loss of a loved one, relationship issues, or other crisis, the foundation has seen lives transformed through the services we provide. Pope Francis has referred to our world as a field hospital where there are a great deal of individuals and families who feel abandoned and they need the special outreach of those who truly care and wish to show the face of God to others. As a foundation, that is what we do every day and we're grateful to people like you who help to make a difference for families in crisis. Please pray for us and for our mission. Would you consider a one-time or recurring gift? Please go to nonatus.org to donate. Thank you sincerely from all of us at the St. Raymond Nonatus Foundation for freedom, family, and faith.